you know, maybe some of our viewers sometimes don't un, may not understand the, the very delicate balance between spirituality and business and economics. Mm-hmm. So in knowing how going too far to the business side can really throw off your spirituality and being sometimes too spiritual, you know, can cause you to be the, the most spiritual man in the room, but living out your car, right? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so how do you balance the spirituality with the business as is such a delicate thing to do? Man, that's a, a very important and, and powerful question. I study a lot of things when I when I I try to develop a framework for things, right? So when I was studying myself during this moment where I was traveling the world, right? We was doing our tour in North America and we we were doing it back to back, week to week, like just constantly talking to people. It's when I had the paradigm shift to this group of young men and women that came together to teach. And I felt spiritually drained, even though we had accomplished a lot. And we went to this island, right? And, you know, it was the first time me actually leaving the soil of America, even though this island is now owned by America. It was the first time me leaving the soil. And this island we went to had this piezoelectric activity when you get into the sand, had this white sand. And we got into the water. And I remember spending that day and I felt so charged up. I felt like myself again. And I made a promise to myself, first of all, that I was never, ever going to allow myself to be drained like that again. You understand me? Because if I don't have it to give, then that's when the same way like a bank account, you go into the negative, right? You start to be angry. You start to be stressed. You're in a bad mood. So the way I teach my younger brothers economics is the same thing about the spiritual economics, that I can only give from a place of abundance. I can't give from a place of balance. So I teach when I'm talking about that is the fact that if you have a hundred dollars, you can't give nobody 50. No, that's half of what you have. Now, if you give somebody else another 50% based on your economics, you got 25. You give somebody else more of that, you got 13. Like you want to be poor very fast. So no, I can only if I only got a hundred dollars, I can maybe give you one percent of that. I give you a dollar. Right. Now, if I got I got I got a thousand dollars, you know. Yeah. Maybe I can give you ten. <laughs> I got ten thousand dollars. I can give you a hundred, right? Yeah. Now, what I was basically giving the analogy that to my younger brothers is sometimes we think doing good is us having nothing and giving from a place of nothing to where we robbing ourselves and our future self because now we can't give ourselves heaven because we didn't gave it all away. So now we're in the same hell and the same condition as the people that we trying to help, right? right? And so that's because we never learned assets and liabilities. We never learned how to create our own net worth and increase our value. So that is the poor righteous teacher always giving from a source that where you don't have it in the first place. So you feel more exalted. You feel more morally righteous, right? But you can't take care of your family. So you're sacrificing yourself and your family to try to help others. And it makes you feel good, but you don't have any power and control, right? So now, the remember, the devil loves the fact that you do that because he say that that man ain't gonna never have resources. He just don't understand. You understand I me? Mean, he ain't gonna never have resources. Here, he giving this man $10, $100, and he giving them what he has. 
which won't allow him to ever be in a position to give to the masses, to be able to build something. So I learned another concept of European psychology and black psychology. See, I learned that we have a duality in the way we think. There's the things that we do to fulfill us spiritually, right? And then there's the things that we do to fulfill us financially. So the American dream and the black dream are qualified to be two different existences. So the American dream is like, you know, capitalism, the amount of money I want to make, the type of house I want to have, the type of car I want to have. But that has nothing to do, right, with my values, with my morals, with my character, right? What actually makes me happy as, at a core of my human being. So you can be getting to those ambitious goals, working in a cubicle with no spirituality involved. You're depressed, but you're giving, you go have a car, you're going to have the money, but you're depressed, right? So I said, no, I can't do that. I have to make sure that they're intertwined with each other. So I have to do something of purpose that fills me financially and spiritually, right? So the more that I give spiritually, the more I'm fulfilled financially. And from a plane of what you talked about, the third dimension of that is, you know, when you're speaking from this spiritual and this creative place, it's completely different than when you're thinking from the business mind. Right. The business mind is pure logic, right? It has nothing to do with emotions. It has right. nothing to do with your spirituality. You got to crunch the numbers, brother. You have to have the yeah. business plan right. So that's why somebody can be evil, but they're more effective because of the type of world that we live in and they understand it. See, we operate a lot of times from a spiritual place, not a systematic place. What right. we complain about the most is their systems. Yeah. See, when I, I meet a, a white man, I'm like, that's that's not who I'm, I'm that man ain't got no power over me. I had no problem with him. That right. man, Joe, Bob, Bill down the street, I ain't worried about him. He don't run no systems. Why would I be mad at him? It's the systems of power when I when I look at that have all of the control mechanisms set in place to create the reality that we live in. So I said, I have to find a balance where I'm making sure that I'm making time for my spiritual fulfillment, right? And at the same time, making sure that is in accordance, right, to my financial goals and my capitalistic goals. Because the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, we have to be righteous capitalists. Right. Righteous. We live in America. You can't do nothing without being a capitalist. Right. But how do you ensure that it's righteous? And we happen to be living in a time where you can actually infuse your spiritual injection, right? With also, and, and, and get financial protection at the same time. So social media, I can talk about the things that I love from a spiritual side, upload it on YouTube, get a million views and get paid from that. So what did I just do? I'm operating from my spiritual side of things that I love to do, things that I'm good at, and I'm getting paid for it. So that makes me feel rewarded. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel purposeful. So it fills me up to do it forever. So I can't get tired when what I'm doing is fulfilling me.